This podcast episode is powered by Afropods, the world's number one podcasting platform for African stories. There are pretenders among us, people who have mastered their ability to hide their pain, failures, struggles, and inadequacies in life. People who have the ability to mask their imperfections through material wealth and careers. In the last 20 years, social media has exploded and incubated these pretenders to grow in number and attitude. But one day in 2016, one of these pretenders broke away. This is his story. Hi and welcome to the show. My name is Jay and this is the Pretender Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to listen to the latest episode of the Pretender Podcast on the AfriPods Network right here in Africa. Today's show is the valley of bitterness, child loss and how I got free. In today's episode, I talk about my struggle with bitterness during and after my experience with child loss. I talk about how I was able to let go and why the story is for you too. I hope it touches somebody out there who's been affected by the same situation. Enjoy. Before I begin, I would like to thank you for listening to my podcast and the growing number of people who are listening in, downloading. I hope that this podcast is reaching out to you in one way or another. Now, even as I record this, uh, I'm struggling to suppress the emotions in myself. There's always that tingling desire to hold on that if you don't resist can take a hold of you that you never grasp or understand. You know, you can never explain the pain of death or loss of a loved one. But when it comes to the loss of a child, It's just a whole different level of uh, crippling pain that I would rather not attempt to explain. As a man like myself, you are caught between tears and a show of strength during child loss. And by the time you really figure out that tears are the only way you heal, you would have been the worst version of yourself in many ways. But above all these, the thing that really knocked me out was bitterness. It wasn't until I accepted that I was bitter that my healing came. And man, when I think about about it now, I was angry at everything. Everything. The world and myself. And... I I cannot tell you in any better words the world of loss I experienced due to my bitterness. I lost long-time friends and relationships were gone. I lost enthusiasm in things I used to love. And I took a step back in my faith in God, which is a really important part of my life. And I built wars around myself. Now granted, some of those I care about let me down in my low moments of grief. But when I look back now, it wasn't entirely their fault. We both, like 
them and I didn't know how to handle this uncharted territory. But the fact is, I held it against them. I, I was angry at those who had joy. I was angry at my pain. And in the end, I suppose they had to pull back, I guess, some for good reason. But others, I sort of feel just for poor judgment at how much I needed them to ignore my anger and just just hold my hand. Besides, it wasn't like I was throwing fits, so they could have been more understanding. Uh, in any case, the thing is, I held resentment at how others were experiencing the very joy I had been denied, or so I thought at that time. I was resentful for the insensitivity that people's comments portrayed and sometimes for just the lack of sensitivity when I was in that period, you know. Uh, people just make comments or it's like a one-off thing. But this is not an excuse for me to hold it against him or to be bitter. But I did anyway. I held it against people. I became bitter and today, as I record this show, I have lost many of the relationships I had prior to that loss. And in true human fashion, sometimes I do fall in the trap of saying, well, they didn't deserve my friendship. But did I really need to lose those relationships? Maybe, but we'll never know for sure. You see, I was in the valley of bitterness, the depths of it. And the value of bitterness hurts only the bearer. And in this case, it was me. The supposed people I meant to get back at were just simply living their lives, which in turn just powered more and powers more to your own misery and then holds you back. It held me back. The only way I was going to move forward was by letting go. My wife was a huge impact on me. While she too, like me, had shared that loss, she didn't sugarcoat it. She just told me straight up, Jay, you need to let go. And in doing this, she gave me scriptures that gave me assurance of what God was going to do for us in spite of our loss, and they were hard to believe. But I had to let go of my anger and resentment if I was going to leave that bitterness behind. And after ruminating for a while on what she said and listening to her that day, for the first time since we lost him, I cried out my hurt and my anger. I let my feelings known. I was let down by my friends when I needed them. I was angry and felt that God took away what he gave us for no reason, but he let others enjoy the same blessing, was what I felt, and I had to let it out. The reality is God didn't do that, and like I said, I may never be able to explain why some people let me down, but it was me that was carrying those burdens that weren't mine to carry in the first place. I was asking questions I couldn't answer. I really made it about me. And to an extent, 
I was wanting to take God's place when this wasn't about me. Once I made it about me, I focused on the wrong stuff. I lost who I was. I became narcissist about everything and eventually it's what led to me losing my friends. I lost the epitome of what it means for me to be a Christian. In this period, a song that comes to mind that um, put things into focus was the song by a little-known musician. I don't know if uh, many of you have heard about him at all. And his name is Thiso. That's T-H-I apostrophe S-L. And from his album, The Fallen King, there's a song that struck me. The title of the song is Be King. And in that song, he says the words that have stuck with me for the rest of my life. The throne I had is fallen here at your feet. End of quote. I mean, it speaks of pride and it struck me because bitterness is a form of pride. In fact, it is just pride in a much more angry form. I realized that I had elevated myself to a huge extent that I forgot my place in life, in people's lives, in this world. I had convinced myself that I deserved what I practically did not. The position to decide what happens in life and to whom it happens was not my place. And I had to give back that place. I left that to God. And in his song, Thiso says in full, and this is a, a stretch in his chorus, he says, I've been torn, I've been bruised. My broken crown from the jewels from the head is fallen here at your feet. And all I had is slipped away. My city walls have been erased. And the throne I had is fallen here at your feet. So you can be king. End of God. How did I build a throne? You might want to ask. Well, I expected situations of life to bow to me. I expected friends to do that too and everything in life to go my way and God to bow to my will. That's how much I'd fallen in my pride and right in the depths of the valley of bitterness. I forgot how to forgive. I had to let that throne fall at his feet. I had to let him be king whether I get something out or no. And that's what my faith is all about. I forgot all that during the time of my bitterness. So I finally got to a point where I let go. I started to learn forgiveness and hope. Hope that even though right there, our world had come crashing down with the loss of our child that we could still move forward to the next phase of our lives. Six months after struggling with this bitterness, I found peace like I had not known it. 
Are you looking for business intelligence or analytic solutions? Are you looking to automate your business processes? Are you looking for Microsoft Office 365 SharePoint intranet? Aquifer Solution Limited is a technology company that provides digital solutions for analytics using Microsoft Power BI and more. We have done work for clients including Zanaco, MouthChoice, and Sidco. Get in touch for a demo. Email us at info at aquifersolutions.com. Download the Pretender Podcast every two weeks on a Friday. Now back to your host, Jay. Now, you may not be religious like me, but you can learn from me that you need to forgive yourself and others. You need to let go of the pain that pride brings. Pride tells us that we always win, we never die, or bad things such as the loss of a child don't happen to us. They happen to others, but no. We must learn that we only get what we are dealt with and we are blessed by grace that we are as vulnerable as the flower in the grass which is here today and gone tomorrow. We must understand that we are not always in control of what may come our way, but we are in control of how we take it, whether that be bit by bit, hour by hour, day by day, month by month, and year to year. I had to break my walls, and it meant a lot of rebuilding in my life. Trust me, I'm still rebuilding, but the throne I had is fallen here. Now, I want to say this specifically to anyone who's battled child loss. That pain is something I would never wish upon my worst enemy. It's so unbearably hard to share for most people, especially men. And while I did have many who shied away from reaching out during that time, I gotta say, I was blessed with men and women who did. People who walked the same path, who experienced such pain. And for many of those or some of those, it was more than once. One of these people who were there for me um, said, Jay, this is your story. Six years ago, those words ring true. And today, I'm proud to share this story to the world. I know someone will hear it. And someone will be encouraged by it. Someone who would not feel the need to hide in their room and say, I'm stuck. The world has come to an end. Someone doesn't need to follow the some of the f- normal or formally accepted social norms of keeping this under wraps. Grieve in secret. The fact that there were people who grieved with me, who told me what they experienced during this, helped me help others. Even 
months after that, I was able to speak to other people who experienced the same and encourage some of my own uh, people. And I want to give you I'm sorry, I'm just taken back right now. I want to give you a picture of how real this is to me. Here goes. I hope I don't break down along the way. Ryan was his name. He still lives in our hearts. Our two children a blessing that we have experienced after his loss. We both know about him. I write letters to him every year. And sometimes um, we visit where we laid him. Everyone has a way of dealing with these things. That's how we do it. That's our way of doing it. Ryan, I thought, and I always say this with my wife, would have been like me, introverted, but determined. Yeah, I thought I should give you that. For those who do not know how to reach out or be there for someone who has lost a child, I want to share a very touching story that when you don't know what to say, you can say it silently by just being there. My twin brother and I are like the closest thing to inseparable and we can be goofy at times. And when he heard the news, he came to me as soon as he could. I knew he didn't have the right words to say and he just sat there with me. But here's what he did. If you think you always have to say something or do something extraordinary, it's the simple things. And here's what he did. He put out a status update on his chat platform that said, Saving Private Ryan. That's the title to one of our favorite war movies and uh, uh, by Matt Damon, Tom Hanks, and a couple of other stars. Now, to many people, uh, that meant nothing. But I got the message. You see, in the movie Saving Private Ryan, they were able against all odds to save Private Ryan and played by Matt Damon. But here, what my brother was telling me was, I'm sorry that I couldn't save Ryan. I'm sorry I couldn't save you from this pain. Ralph didn't have to say a lot of things to me. 
he didn't have to go out of his way. But I knew that he was there for me through silence. You too can find a way to be there without always saying something to someone. I just want to say that this story is for you if you have struggled with bitterness. It doesn't have to do with child loss. Bitterness has many facets. But you can identify to how I struggled with it and it held me back. This story is for you if you've lost a loved one. And this story is certainly for you if you've lost a child. And this story is especially for you if you are a father who's lost a child. Right, before I go, uh, let me leave a quick call to action with you. The first sign of bitterness is the resistance to move forward. To just let go or leave that situation behind. And obviously, some of these are step-by-step processes. The second part of it is just realizing that bitterness is pride. And pride in an angry form at a situation at others, and for someone with faith, even at God himself. Finally, key to being healed and freed from bitterness is letting go. And this has to start with acknowledgement that you are a part of it, and regardless of who else was involved, you have to make that step of forgiving and looking forward. Well, that does it for this episode of the Pretender Podcast. Please continue to send in your feedback on the contact provided in the episode notes. And thanks for listening. Inaendeshwa na Afripods.